1: Radio family, thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome back to another weekend edition of Community Focus, our public affairs show that gets the word out. We talk about good people who are doing some really wonderful things in our community. Thank you for listening on our intercom stations on Saturday and Sunday mornings. I'm Renee Vaughn. I'm joined by two of the newest members of our Community Focus family. I have the partridges with me this morning. I want to say good morning to Tanelia. I hope I'm saying that correctly. And Andrew, good morning. How are you both?
2: We're doing okay.
1: You're doing okay. Yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time out because this will be an opportunity. And really, I think, uh, Tenelia and Andrew, uh, first, especially about our topic of discussion, we're going to talk a little bit about your wonderful son, Avion, And to get the conversation started and to get our listeners, our radio family engaged in why you both are here is you want to describe the events that led up to your son's accidental drowning. We're at that time where kids are out of school now and many will be looking for activities to do for the summer. And usually this is the time of year a lot of community pools and other places like water parks and the like are, are opened for, for the summer. Tell me a little bit about your son. He sounds like he was an amazing young man. Uh, tell me a little bit about him. Uh, what has really as parents impacted your family and really the, the main reason why you're here on Community Focus? I know those are a lot of questions, so we'll just take them one at a time. <laughs>
2: Um, Avion is just simply amazing. Um, he's very, very smart, talented, mm-hmm. uh, athletic. Um, he was 6'4. Wow. And he wore a size 15 shoe. Really? He was only 12 years old at the time. Yes, ma'am. This it's happened on uh, Memorial Day. Okay. So, not quite two weeks ago. And it's still very unbelievable. Yeah. That this has happened mm-hmm. to such a sweet boy.
1: Yeah. And I love what you said thus far about him. Uh, I can't believe someone who who was 12 was, was that tall and wore that size shoe. Right. Now, Dad, Andrew, you're here. Now, were you that tall at that age? I'm
0: that tall now.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So to have a son that kindly, actually, literally met you shoulder to shoulder. Eye to eye. Yeah, yeah. eye to eye, literally. And and I know that you're still a proud dad. Yes. You still have wonderful memories of, of Avion. Yes. That both of you will will take with you. What was it like when you first, Tanilia, discovered that you were pregnant and you were gonna have first of all, that's such a handsome name. How did you come up with, with naming your son Avion? What's the backstory on that?
2: Um well, um, The initials of my husband's A L P, and so we have a junior, uh, and then Andrew, we had a third. Okay. So A L P, we just came up with Avion. I was like, that's a beautiful name. It is. That means water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh wow. And I'm actually
0: Aquarius. Um, I carry the water sign, so.
1: What 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 day in January? Twenty second. The twenty second. Yeah. I am the Uh twentieth. My brother. (laughs) I love that. I knew there was something I liked about you, Andrew. But that is a beautiful name. And in fact, you spell it A-V-I-Y-O-N. That's absolutely. So how many, how many children do you have all together? Uh,
2: we
0: had
1: three boys. Three boys. And a daughter.
0: So we have one daughter and three boys.
1: And three boys. So for four children all together. Um, now for your, for your other children, how hard was it? when when they they got the news?
2: And struggling.
1: Yeah.
0: And still struggling. And still hard. You know, Understandable. Slept, actually slept in the room.
1: Yeah. And the
0: beds was like side by side.
1: Oh, wow.
0: And he actually woke up like the day after it happened mm-hmm. and thought that his brother had actually left him. He said he left before him and then and when he hit him, he paused mm-hmm. yeah. and he realized, you know. That he
1: wasn't there. Oh, he wasn't wow. He now, what, what are the ages of, of your other children?
2: Um, 22, 14,
1: okay. and 12. Wow, so you have a 22. Year. Now, is, is that the daughter?
2: No, the daughter no. is twenty two. My
0: daughter now. is 21.
1: Okay. Yeah, okay. She graduated from Oh, wonderful. So we have a Bronco yes. in the family. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I love the area. I used to live there and, and did radio back in the uh, late 90s through uh, early two thousand. So a little bit familiar uh, with the area. So again, how how did this impact the, the entire family? And if if you don't mind, uh, either Tanilia or Andrew, what what exactly happened with Avion?
0: Okay, um. take your time. Memorial Day it, it started off where you know my wife wanted to lay in the bed and watch movies because you know Memorial's a marathon day, and they mm-hmm. show like everything over there. She loves Law and Order, you know. Okay. Um, Yes. The Lifetime Channel.
1: Right, right. I used to but watch that myself.
0: Two days prior to this we had to went out to have picnics. I actually own my own assistant living home called okay. the Partridge House and you know, my three patients I took them out to cook, put mm-hmm. them on the grill and you know, take the kids to outside, you know, having fun outside kicking out. So right. we only got to fish thirty minutes mm-hmm. this day. Because it was so windy and right. weathering it, you know, and the park was gonna close, and so we left. I told him I promised him I would bring him back Memorial Day mm-hmm. to fish longer. Okay. You know, and my wife wanted to lay in and watch movies that day. He came in and kind of looked at me. It was like, Dad, you remember you said you was gonna take right. me. Right, and
1: he expected you to 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 keep your word.
0: Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, I kept on, kept on until she finally got him put on the clothes, and we all went out to Heiko Lake. Right. And we were um, fishing off the pier and. The water were rough because the boats and jet skis were coming by and it was making the water real, real, really rough so right. we weren't catching anything.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And he wanted to go swimming. I had an older cousin there
1: mm-hmm. who He's mm-hmm. 38
0: years old, Sean, and he was going to go swimming and Avion wanted to go with him. You know, we told him no the first three times but you know how kids are. Oh, like, yeah,
1: they're, oh, they're, they're, right they're persistent. Mm-hmm. We yeah.
0: came up with the excuse you don't have any swimming clothes and he said, yes, I do. I got my shorts on up under here. Wow, And yeah. We finally gave in, and, you know, he went over there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, with this lake, with the swimming area he was in, it has a restriction line. Okay. Yeah. Us, the general public, we think as long as we stay inside of this restriction We're line on. that we safe. Right. But a restriction line, it's really to keep the boats out. Oh, okay. But they don't tell, tell you, you, that. you that. Right. If you ask anybody right now, they walk up to a lake and see a restriction line, they actually think that as long as you're inside of this restriction line, you safe. Mm-hmm. So he was um he was walking out to the water where the water was only hitting him like shorts so or waist deep and okay. um right. um and he was in five feet of water, and he stepped in a twenty foot drop. Oh. That's in the lake. You know, the lake is uneven, and you know, if you're not doing your proper maintenance and measurements on the lake, you don't know the depth of the water, and they're right. not doing that. So, yeah. it was a boat to come by, and you know how a wave might come in mm-hmm. and it might pull you back. This is a man made beach, not a real beach. Right. But the wave came in and kind of somehow pulled them, like, you know, <laughs> it was only 10 feet within the restriction line. Okay. And once he realized he didn't have anything up under him, I only caught like the last parts of it, you know, the beginning. And like, so, because I seen my cousin swimming away from him. Okay. Once he realized he didn't have anything up on his feet, he just like panicked. I seen his first bob. And I seen his second bob. And I seen his third bob. he, he, He never resurfaced after that. My cousin did try to save him. Mm-hmm. You know, so
1: he jumped in and yeah, and, and he tried was,
0: to save he, was a two hundred pound frame. Wow. So he's fighting and right. you know my cousin he, he can swim, but you mm-hmm. know he can't mm-hmm. hold nobody and swim, so he had no other he choice. Went under two, he yeah. went under twice too, so
1: So really, uh, Andrew and, and Tanilia, unless you're actually in that water, you don't know exactly how deep. Right. Especially when you talk about the waves being as strong as they were right. and the current that can just literally, your body becomes like a rock. Mm -hmm. It just starts to drop. Mm -hmm. How long did it initially take? Did you have to call um, the authorities, law enforcement? Who exactly was on the scene at the the time? When
2: he came, I was at the top of the hill he was packing Mm -hmm. up, getting ready to leave, actually, when this happened. And he came up running and he said, call 911, Avion is under the water. And by the time I got on the phone with 911 and I went around to where they were and I was screaming and like 40-something people started running over to where he was. He was, yeah. People were diving in, trying to find him, looking for him. The uh, lake authorities, you know, the EMS did come and we had a lot of people out there. It trying him, to find,
0: it trying him. To find it Took him it. an hour and 20 minutes yeah. to find I mean, he wasn't that far off the bank. Like I said, right, right. If you're doing the maintenance and you, you're you doing your measurements on your lakes every day. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, you would notice, But that 20-foot yeah. drop is within the swimming area. Right. It's only like 9, to 10, 13 feet out in the water. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the water was to his waist and that Best, thing you know. Right. But that yeah. drop in that hole. Hole, yeah. And, and
1: like you said, being the weight that he was... If I can ask this, how could Heiko Lake? What, rather, could they have done to prevent others from drowning?
0: First of all, doing maintenance
2: on that area and having right. a sign that says mm-hmm. there are drops in this water, right? And offering, having a like a booth or a concession stand that says. Come Here to get your life jackets. You know, if you've never been there before, right. you don't know where anything is. Exactly. You know, you don't mm-hmm. know. A lot of people mm-hmm. coming from out of town that's never been there. Right. And right. also, you know, having a lifeguard. You know, one you know, person, you know, we're screaming help and 60 people coming mm-hmm. and they're risking their lives going in there looking for them. But maybe if you had somebody out there that was trained that can Certified. carry somebody right. that's been trained how to lift somebody up out of the water and, you know, save re-
1: them. I appreciate you for mentioning that because I've I've often wondered that. I, I haven't been to a lake in Neither years, have but, I
2: ever been to a lake.
1: but I remember as a child going to, you know, the, the area community pool. And that was the one thing that was stressed, that there had to be a lifeguard on site. I'm really surprised that they don't do that with area lakes. And I'm really hoping that because of what happened with Avion, maybe that's a conversation that can get started between families like yourselves members of the city to do something to make it safer yeah you can have four, like i
0: said the swimming areas are really not that big so if you have right. four lifeguards on doing park area i mean you got a lake authority boat floating through there why not have a lifeguard boat to just sit here and hover over these swimming areas
1: that's a really good point andrew let me ask you this and and this is for you to Nelia as well What advice would you give others to prevent this from occurring again?
2: I would suggest (laughs) don't get in any lakes, you know, because they're so dangerous, you know. Mm -hmm. You you can't see the bottom, and, you know, we're from a small town that does not have a public pool, so we won't have anywhere to learn to swim anyways, you know, unless you... You know rent a room at the innkeeper Mm -hmm. you can swim Mm -hmm. there you know we have taken our kids to pulling part you know but you have to go consistently to be able to learn how to swim right and so person county does not have a public pool so you know it's unfortunate that a lot of kids don't have that fundamental life skill if you can just float right you know till somebody can come right or throw out a One of those little rafts to save
0: somebody. If they lifeguards are right there, they get you out of the water within three to five minutes, you still got a chance of survival. Right. But I would suggest
2: leave that lake alone. I mean, because Mm -hmm. it's, you know, this
0: particular lake was dug out to be part of a plant. And once they find out they weren't going to use it for the plant, plant. they just dump water, and there's trees and everything up under there. And the under the lake is constantly changing with the weather, and, you know, and then they tell you to swim with your own wrist. I mean, how can you tell me to swim in the lake of my own race and the lake is not safe?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And for anybody to prevent anybody else from from doing this, if there's no lifeguards on duty, don't go. Don't go in. Yeah, because you don't have nobody to come in to get you, but members of the public, and they're not certified. They can lose their life, also. Exactly. And life jackets and safety tips are not to be taken for granted. For, for granted. This month. You know, my my my, my, my other son's like, "Daddy, you on me like a parole." I said, "I'm gonna be on you like a parole officer everywhere, every move you make, because safety is the key. Yeah. It could be like the matter. I mean, the, you know, between life and death."
1: Right. Absolutely. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus. It's heard on our intercom stations. Thank you, Radio Family, for your company. And I really appreciate the company of Tenelia and Andrew Partridge joining me this morning. Um, difficult circumstances, but thank you for coming here to have this conversation. It's It's really important because we have a lot of parents who likely have children that are around the same age or at the same age as as Avion, and again, as we mentioned earlier, it's just that time of year where many want to engage in more, activities, ride right, different um, mm-hmm. occasions in which you want to go swimming and you want to go to whether it's a lake or a pool. But thank you both for emphasizing the importance of safety.
0: Can I say one more? Thing?
1: Absolutely.
0: A necessary to that, I think that every kids need mm-hmm. learn how, how to, to swim. swim.
1: Yeah,
0: and I regret. I feel so bad about my son not ever. You know, like she said, there's no pools in town. Right. In the town, we have, we have to drive forty five minutes out wow. to a lake, and then look at the circumstances Dances. we got to teach him on it. Yeah, know? yeah. So if you teach them, mm-hmm. it's important that they know how to have this training skill.
1: Absolutely. Now, do your other children? Do they know how to swim or? My my oldest son,
0: okay. son knows how.
1: Okay.
0: My okay. daughter can't swim. My younger they just get yeah. water like they just can't they, get. Right, so they need right. professional trainers. Right.
1: And and sometimes you know with a lot of us we we just dip the toe, with a <laughs> yeah. leg in the pool, and, and, and we're, we're good. Fine with we're it. good. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. How are you and your family recovering? I, it, it's a very because this is still fresh. Right. Um, one thing that I notice, um, Tenilia, I love this is that you have a pen. That has a picture of your beautiful son, and it's it's one of the wonderful reminders of of what you have in Avion and what will always remain there. But what has helped you to to really to 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 go on, so to speak?
2: Well, I have a new focus in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started um, Avion's Athletic Foundation. Beautiful, and I don't want his passing to be in vain. Yeah. Like I said, he was so athletic, he was mm-hmm. good at baseball. I mean he could hit the ooh, he could hit home runs. Uh he's good at basketball. I mean yeah. he's good at um football. I mean and you know, being around other kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got so many letters from his friends about how he took up for them and how he just loved on them. And, you know, all the beautiful teachers. One teacher, the principal, called him Mr. Personality.
1: Oh, and I see why. I see where he gets it from both of you.
0: So now when I see all the kids now just... Yeah, You know, their faces, I see Avion's face when I see every kid. Yeah, I don't ever want any beautiful. parents to have to live this nightmare. So right. I'm treating every kid mm-hmm. and I see as my as own, from own here on out.
1: Andrew, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. I really love that. Now, how will the programs help others in the community?
2: Well, we're hoping to um, build Avion's um, sports flex mm-hmm. where we can um, have a gym so p- kids can play basketball and um swim and Very do nice. other, um, doing mentoring programs, you know, mm-hmm. teaching our young guys etiquette, pulling your pants up, you know, Very nice. <laughs> you know, Love and it. that kind of thing. Anti-bullying. Yeah, yeah. Our community gonna... needs that. And I think, you I know, do. with this program, then Avion's legacy will live on.
1: Oh, absolutely. And with wonderful parents like the two of you, we know without a question that, that Avion will never be forgotten. Now, where is home? Roxboro. Okay, county. you know I had a fellow coworker that was from the area, and she had an opportunity to visit quite frequently. I'm sure she still does, even though she lives in Greensboro. But I've heard it's a beautiful area. I need to come visit huh? you guys. Please, please
2: come
0: <laughs> visit. They don't even. That's only probably one of the only towns that you will ever hear. of. They don't even have a YMCA or nothing yeah. for the kids. Yeah. So we're gonna open. The, we we're trying to raise the money to open this sports. We're trying to change everything around here. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it is. It is, and having conversations like this, Andrew and Tanilia, I think is is a wonderful start. Mm -hmm. I'm really hoping that for parents, or just even young ones in general that are listening, they're really taking away something from this, Mm -hmm. and hopefully will share Avion's story Mm -hmm. with others because he sounds like he was such an incredible young man. Can only imagine with, with the skill.
0: I want to talk about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Really? Kevin Durant. And when wow. I took him to his last checkup, and they yeah. said he was four on a 15 shoot. I know. I was like, I mean, he's, he, just his 12. dream was coming true. Yeah. You know, with yeah. that basketball, he slept mm-hmm. with it, he dribbled mm-hmm. it, he would pull the basketball go out of the yeah. backyard around the house so I could see everything he done. He wanted me to acknowledge him doing it. My cousin said that's the only reason. He was in that part of the water that day mm-hmm. because he wanted you to see him in the water. Yeah. You know, he he you know he loved my attention. I love his too. <laughs> it was three hundred people right. at a basketball game. You're right. gonna look in that crowd and find out where I'm at. So Once every he saw me he was good. He gonna look at me all the way down the corner and right. have that smile on his face like I you love know that. man I just missed that so bad and it just hurts yeah. me. But God just, you know, I'm glad I we got him baptized and became a member of Lattice Grove. Mm-hmm church we all did, and, you know, they've been showing support. The school been showing support in their
1: prayers. And that's so important.
0: And it's yeah. keeping me strong, and yeah. I need that.
1: Absolutely. Well, Andrew and Tanilia know that you're in my prayers as well. I, I, I think about Avion, and just, I'm, I'm just really ecstatic to have had the opportunity to, even though I didn't meet him personally, I still had this wonderful opportunity by means of this public affairs show to get to know your son. And he sounds just a humble young man, Mm -hmm. very incredibly talented, but even more so, he was loving like the both of you. And so with this conversation that we're having today, it's something I'm gonna remember for a while. Mm -hmm. And I just thank both of you. I know this has been a very difficult situation but the encouragement that you have brought to this program to keep the rest of us encouraged. I truly, I'm, I'm just so, thank you. Thank you. That, that, those are the two words that, that I just want to extend. And even though it's just two words, please know that on behalf of our radio family, we are just that, we're family. So anything you should need for us, just let us know. And thank you for taking the time out and and really just introducing us to Avion. Wonderful, wonderful young man. Thank you both. Uh, Are there any closing thoughts or comments you want to express? Just
2: love everybody. Love everyone
1: in your family. You love them every day because you just never know when. Hey, Hey,
2: arguments, it's not worth it. Forgiveness, Mm -hmm. you know, just love, just love, just love. Just
0: love. You know, you you see people and you feel bad about what they're going through, but you never know how bad it feels until it really gets home and happens to you. It's it's a feeling like no other. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I would never want any other parent to live this nightmare. Safety. It's
1: so important. Well, Andrew and Tenelia, we extend love from our Intercom family. And again, thank you so much for coming on to the program. Um, they're going to be tears of joy again one day. That, that's the thing about it. And just thank you both again and for really bringing this conversation here to the weekend edition of Community Focus. I would like to stay in touch with you guys, so let's let's make plans to do that. Thank okay. you. You're so welcome. Andrew and Tania Partridge have joined me, Renee Vaughn, here on this weekend edition of Community Focus an opportunity to remember and never forget a beautiful young man by the name of Avion. As we bring to a close another weekend edition of Community Focus. And until that next time, Radio Family, thank you so much for tuning in.